I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, and welcome to Loose Units, Loose Ends. I'm Paul, and that's my dad, John, and we are here to keep you distracted in between true crime episodes so in case you don't know if you're new to the podcast and god we are getting lots of new listeners lately for some reason every friday we do a spin-off podcast which is completely off topic but is usually sort of true crime related dad to that point i got sent a news article from one of our listeners on the facebook page and i wanted to read it to you because i'm curious this sort of seems to be a recurring motif could i run this by you Mm, go for it great Foot found on Wellington's Pet- Petone Beach. Petone? Petone? It doesn't matter what the beach is called. A foot inside a shoe has been found on Wellington's Petone Beach by a member of the public. Police were seen scouring the beach on Saturday morning between the Petone Settlers Museum and the pier after the discovery at 8am. Dad, what time do you usually get to the beach to do your uh, soft sand run? Well, funnily enough, Paul, I was there this morning. What on time? Bondi. Bondi. At, uh, let me think. I was there mm-hmm. at... Uh, good question. <laughs> just an approx, just an approximate, Dad. I don't need an exact time. Seven a.m. Seven a.m. Okay, so you probably would have found a foot if you'd been at this beach because they only found it at eight a.m. Here, mm. uh, I will keep reading. Detective Sergeant, yeah. Detective Senior Sergeant Steve Williamson said police are in the early stages of the investigation. It is not being treated as a homicide investigation at this stage. We are kicking off <laughs> with a preliminary investigation and fact finding. He said. Police completed a land and water search around the area the shoe was located, but nothing further was located. Formal identification of the foot will take place in due course, and further details will be provided when they become available. More to come. Mm. So, they they aren't treating it as a homicide. That seems to be a very... Um, that's weird <laughs> yeah. to sort of treat it. They're not treating it as a homicide, are they? Well, no, but on the, on the scale of crimes, you've got on the very lowest end, one stolen shoe recovered... And on the top end, you've got a person killed and the foot is a a piece of... What are your thoughts on this? I'd like to see the foot. Well, who wouldn't? Because, I mean... Is it a clean cut? Has it been yanked off? Has it been bitten off? But can you tell if it's a male or female? I say no. So, for example, and I apologise to anyone drinking their morning coffees with what I'm about to say. Here we go. Uh, because if you're in a crowded spot or on a tram or a train or a bus, I don't want you to sort of, you know, you've just taken a mouthful or you're about to listen to this and then all of a sudden it just... Spit you take. Just, you spray it out. Yeah. Everyone. Yeah. Um, but I don't think you can generalise with, with... Well, you'd examine the toes, wouldn't you? Well... So firstly, if they were painted, that's irrelevant because at a, at a coffee shop, 
near us, mm. there's a barista yeah. <clears throat> who's very hairy. Yeah. In fact, he's got a he's got a beard that Ned Kelly would be jealous of. Ned Kelly would be jealous of pretty much anything, given that he's dead. But this guy, I assume, wears uh, nail polish, yeah? He does. And he changes yeah. it from time to time. Sometimes it's all black. I've worn nail polish before. It's fine. It's, but you're right. It doesn't tie to a specific... Uh, no, but then I was going to say... But um, I'm getting a bit grotesque here. Sure. So I'm, gi- I'm giving you a bit of a warning. Sure. So just swallow all your fluids inside your, your mouth mm. and finish mm. masticating. Um, God damn. But Paul... Yes. Um, I was going to say that if... Like a beautiful female foot... Is not necessarily hairy, is it? <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm just saying, if you pulled out a, the, they pulled the, the foot out of the shoe, uh huh, and it's covered in hair. Yeah, it's unlikely, or is it that it's a woman? But no, it is likely as well because depending on where they come from, if they come from, I'm not going to mention the country. <laughs> oh God, Dad, just you are you are losing whatever tenuous Paul, thread you had. Is, no, it's not tenuous. All right, continue. We're trying to establish if it's a male or female. I'm simply okay. saying that if you pull out a... Um, and, of course, one can't discount the fact that it actually could be belong to Sasquatch or Yeti or an abominable-type person in terms in of... In a shoe? Well, I suppose it's un, it would be... Un, <laughs> it'd be unlikely that Sasquatch or... The Yeti. What are you trying to tell us? What are you trying to establish here? I'm just saying that if it are you, was... Are you, spending, are you trying to say, uh, first we need to establish a gender? Is that what you're Correct. trying to say? yeah. But if it okay. was um, one of those mythological creatures, and uh-huh. are they really mythological, I guess on the balance of probabilities, it's unlikely, because they're massive, that they could then sort of steal someone's shoes. Right. And then put it off on. they run. Yeah. Put it on. And they're not typically located near coastal areas as well. Correct. Let's be well, honest. They... That's the real problem here, Dad, is... <laughs> Except it could be mountainous behind right. the beach. And they roll down towards the water. And they've, they've had a, a, an encounter with a shark. Sure. It's possible, Paul. We know in this is it? genre of podcasts... Is it? It's unlikely. There we go. <clears throat> but, um... So it's probably not a... Okay... Oh On the God. balance of probabilities, it's either a male or a female. Yeah. Uh, if it, if it's if there's hair hairs coming protruding from the toes, individual toes, oh like wisps of black hair, mm-hmm. like curly ones, yeah. <laughs> it's possibly a man. But have you ever thought about this, Paul? Oh if you look at your hands, yeah. look at your fingers, and we, we have discussed this point. And for the fingerprint experts out there, they'll be getting a bit of a a Charlie chuckle with what I'm about to say. I'm sorry, a what? A Charlie chuckle. What's a Charlie chuckle? <laughs> oh, fuck knows, but it's funny. Um, so if you look at your fingers, Paul, uh-huh. like f- just do this experiment with me now and I'm I- doing I'm it gonna, at the same time. You know what, listeners? I'm going to actually humour him and do it. Here we go. Okay, so I'm looking at my fingers. All right, so you can identify each what each finger is. Look at your little finger uh-huh. on your left hand. Yeah. Do you agree that that is your little finger? Now, are you trying to get to the point where... If a finger is removed from the context Correct. of the hand, you can't 100%. tell as easily what... Well, okay. Mate, it's... I know that you might sort of look at your thumb. Now look at your left thumb. Uh-huh. And that is pretty different to your little finger. Yeah. But, again, if you chop all the fingers off, mix them round, it's pretty difficult. It would be near impossible to put them back 
into their correct order. Would you agree? Yes. <clears throat> so I'm just trying to think what this has to do with the story. There we go. I thought, yep, I, okay. Okay, so we've, we've reached the cul-de-sac. We need to back out of this street, hmm. go back to the main thoroughfare and get back on track. Yeah. Um, what I'm trying um, to ask, Dad, what I want you to help myself and the listeners figure out. Hmm. So the police in this case have decided not to say that it's a homicide at this stage. Hmm. And your reaction to that was similar to mine, which is... Uh, typically speaking, if a foot is found in a shoe, hmm. it's probably not a, It's probably not just happened. Now. It's probably just didn't fall off, did it? Paul, yeah. It um... don't now. Don't go talking about gangrene. I know that technically it's possible for feet to fall off. It's just no, not... no. But well, there are people in society that have got poor circulation. <laughs> Pretty fucking poor of the foot's got Paul. Paul. Yeah. I saw a guy yesterday, and uh-huh. his feet looked as they were about to drop off. Did they though? I rest my case. Did they though? They will one day fall off. Well, yeah. So it's just terrible. Okay. It was frightening okay. to see it. Um, and then of course we we do have um that people are taken out in boats, and. You know, concrete blocks and chains are tied to their their bodies and they're thrown overboard. Mm-hmm. And that that's not an uncommon way. No, but in that case, it's a homicide, right? Yeah, and, and I'm saying I don't know how they can discount homicide so early on in the case. Okay. Okay? And now, how do we then identify if they find a crime scene, uh, footprints are not, uh, they're sort of not categorised. Okay? It would be difficult and I'm, I'm just thinking, uh, and I'm reaching out now to all the, uh, the, the fingerprint experts and technicians and science-related people that listen to our podcast, of yep. which I know there are many, mm-hmm. and I would like to know whether any of them have ever been involved in a case where they've identified someone based on toe prints or, or footprints. Because right. they all, of course, if you, if you... And I know you're very flexible, Paul. If you were to look at the underside of your foot, or, or even better than that... What everyone can do, they can go and get a piece of A4 paper, which is a fairly standard size. They can then get some black ink, and they can ink the soles of their feet and their toes, and then they can delicately press down on the paper, remove said foot, examine white paper with ink impressions, and you will notice magnificent footprints. I mean, you know, detailed walls and ridges and arches, the types of ingredients of which there are 10 that go into making up a fingerprint. Uh-huh. So it's pretty fascinating. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Uh, would you not agree? I agree. I do agree. So it's a mystery. Okay, so we don't know... We know Sweet FA. No, we know no, We really know nothing apart from the fact that a foot was rushed up. And if anyone else has any more info on this, because frankly, they've not provided enough of a follow-up. You can't no. just say we found a foot and then not go, oh, by the way, it was part of this body. Dad, you mentioned this morning that you had a story that mum had given to you for us to talk about on the show. Correct. And I'm very curious about uh, what it could be. Well, it's a fascinating story, and it came through the BBC News, a, a news service that I quite like. If you were to think of the words armed robbery, Paul, in your mind, if, if everyone just thinks armed robbery, let's think armed robbers, what, what's, the, what's the general you know, connotation one comes up with in terms of the type of person that would commit that crime? Uh, and I think it's fair to say, Paul... You can generalise to a degree. Typically speaking, I'm imagining a man with face tattoos and a gun. Yeah. Yep. Not necessarily face tattoos. No, that's optional, so. obviously. I mean, that's a very good way of uh, disguising yourself. Although, if it's tattooed on and you can't take the disguise off, I would argue at that point that's part of your permanent physical description. So mm. it's moot. Mm. Uh, yeah, so basically a pretty rough character. Yeah. Correct. But in this case, I shall read the brief story to our mm. listeners. Okay. And then we can discuss. Great. So, a 78-year-old Missouri woman oh. arrested on bank robbery charges. Huh. A 78-year-old woman with two past bank robbery convictions was arrested again for a third heist in Missouri police set. Bonnie Gooch walked into Goppet Financial Bank mm-hmm. and allegedly handed a note to the teller demanding thousands in cash. She also left a note saying, Thank you. Sorry I didn't mean to scare you before driving off with the cash. Right. Ms. Gooch now sits in jail with a bond of 25000 US. Wearing a black N95, and we all know what an N95 mask is, don't we? Yeah, yeah. Black sunglasses and plastic gloves. So she's gone in in, the, in a pair of sunnies and a COVID mask with a black and, COVID mask. And gloves. And gloves, okay, yeah, yeah. Mm. And she's entered the bank last Wednesday, so it's recent. Mm-hmm. Slipped the teller that note. Yep. Said, I need 13,000 small bills, according to court documents obtained by the Kansas City Star. Now, 13,000 small bills, a small bill over there would be a dollar. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Surveillance video shows Ms. Gooch at one point banging on the counter, mandating a speedier delivery of the cash. Hurry up. Which the gotcha. Prosecutor said. I mean, it's very stressful. Yeah. You, know, you want to get in and out. Before leaving in her Buick Enclave with its handicap registration displayed. <laughs> Pleasant Hill, Missouri Police Department officers responded to calls of a robbery in progress at around 3.20 local time, that's 3.20 p.m., mm-hmm. and found Ms. Gooch in her vehicle smelling strongly of alcohol with cash strewn across the floor. I love it. Prosecutors said. you got to love it. Ms. Gooch was arrested and charged with one count of stealing or attempting to steal from a financial institution. Uh-huh. When officers first approached her, they were kind of confused. It's a little old lady who steps out, Pleasant Hill Police Chief Tommy Wright told the Kansas City Star. We weren't sure initially we had the right person. However, this is not this is not Miss Gooch's first run-in with the law. Uh-oh. She also had two other convictions, one for a robbery in California in 1977 mm-hmm. and the other for a bank robbery in 2020, where she reportedly handed the teller a birthday card that said, This is a robbery written into it. Her probation for the 2020 robbery ended in November 2021. Ms Wright said Ms Gooch had no diagnosed ailments, but due to her age, the department was trying to determine any underlying health factors that could have contributed to the incident. I'm assuming what they're saying is, is she terminally ill and is just going, you know what, screw it, I'm going to rob a bank? Or are they saying, that is there some kind of mental illness thing going on that has made her a bit, bit, bit wacky? And she was intoxicated. And it's... And, you know, she's got the disability plates. You know, she she actually pulled up just a little way from the bank and she's mm-hmm. sort of sitting there and she's just throwing money about the cabin of the car and the police, you know, they do a sort of a felony vehicle stop because they don't know at that, that stage. I mean, that you know, I imagine with a felony vehicle stop, particularly in America, it would have mm-hmm. been guns drawn, you know, to take sort of all sort of action to protect the police and innocent bystanders, and then all of a sudden this... I mean, when you're near 80, you're, you're getting on. Yeah. And she gets out, and it must have been quite a shock for the police. It's definitely an unusual story. And I think that, you know, it's sort of... You know, was it a spontaneous thing to do? You know, did she need the money? Was it an impulsive sort of thing based on... I mean, she does have two priors for... For armed robbery, so you talk about pro- you talk about um, to a degree profiling as part of mm. police work because you have to sort of learn to look at a archetype of a criminal and go, well, yeah. uh, this suspect lines up with that. Mm. If you had been called to a bank job, and I mean, would you ever believe that an, that an old lady could rob no, a bank? No, I, I think we'd made a mistake. Right. Okay. If I pulled over a car and an eighty-year-old lady got out. Mm-hmm. I'd be thinking, bloody hell. But it still, you know, followed due process. Of course, when they approach the car and see all the money on the floor, mm-hmm. it's a no-brainer. Who's the oldest person you've ever arrested? Well, Paul, in uh, in your first book, yep. where we talk about, and I've got to be very careful I don't use his real name, but the guy that we arrested that night who was definitely elderly and then my colleague... Um, assaulted him and threw his heart medication in the bin. Remember that story? So that was... Oh, God, what was his name? Um, what did I call him in the book? 
I wrote the book. I should know the name of the character. Len Beater. Len Beater. There we go. Well, well of course, any police listening to this will know exactly who we're talking about. Just, mm-hmm. you know. And um, that was a real fuck up. <clears throat> and uh, I can't even remember why we arrested him. You know, tra- it's it was tra- of... wasn't it a traffic or was it a traffic thing? Oh, or... look, I don't know. It may have been unpaid fines. I mean, you know, back in the day, back in the 80s, you could be arrested for unpaid traffic fines. And, of course, they had that incredible case. Um, imagine not paying a fine. Yeah. And you are a... I'm trying to give a good example. Let's just say, and it's I'm being nice, and let's just say you're a, a decent school teacher. Yeah. Um, you know, you're... If, look... You know, you've really, that's just the only thing you've ever done wrong in your life is just not pay a parking fine. Yeah. When you didn't pay a parking fine in the 80s, it would turn into what was called a commitment warrant, which is basically the money or the body. So you'd get pulled over for a minor traffic offence. Mm-hmm. The police would do it like a radio check and it'd come up, you have outstanding commitment warrants, which yes. is, they're, they're pretty basic sort of things. But if you couldn't pay them, you'd be put in jail. Right. Now, when you're in jail for non-payment of parking fines, you're not in a special section of the jail for people who haven't paid fines. No, you're in a section of the jail called the jail. <laughs> and in that section of the jail where you've got fucking bikies and underworld pumping iron and... Old women who've <sighs> robbed banks, you know, it's I all... I mean, just the... Well, yeah. they, do, they do separate... Men and women. Um, men and women, although that's becoming a very, very complex issue these days. I can imagine, yeah. But um, what happened, of course, there was the famous case uh, that we have made mention to over the years, and that was the, the case of Jamie Partlick, who was bashed, and he, he uh, sustained permanent brain damage. And I'm talking serious brain damage. Mm-hmm. Like, we're talking borderline vegetative state for the rest of his life. And he was in there for non-payment of traffic fines. And they changed the legislation. Thank God. So... Um, I mean, you know, jails are... I've been to a lot of jails, and I've been to jails like Parramatta Jail, which is one of the most notorious jails in Australia, and it's closed now. Um, fucking scary. Like, really scary. Yeah. And um, it's and, and they work this... It's a, like a it's like a society, of course. It's, it's a microcosm of, of society outside, but it's inside, and they have rules. And if you, if you muck up and fuck up in jail you are you're dealt with by the the inmates but they do have codes yeah and um the only types of people that are given protective custody to my knowledge are pedophiles and police well, they both start with a p weirdly yeah i would like to all let's add a third group to that pensioners i think this old lady could start some sort of knitting circle although knitting needles yeah. are very, very i mean you could turn that into a shiv very oh, that's, easily that's, that's a weapon yeah absolutely Hey, Dad, mm. that's all the time we have for this week's episode of Loose Ends. Thanks so much for listening, folks. Have a great weekend, and we will see you bright and early on Tuesday morning with a brand new episode of Loose Units, The Shadow Files. See you soon, everyone. Bye. Cheerio. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.